everybody, and welcome to The Beacons Are Lit, a Lord of the Rings podcast, this one covering The Rings of Power, Season 1, Episode 6, just two more, titled Undun. And it has one of the, one of those, that second U has one of the carrot symbols above it, which means something. I don't know if I'm saying it, pronouncing it correctly, Undun, and not Undone, but I think it's Undun. Anywho, I'm the host. Mike Marbeck, and tonight I'm joined by Kelly Conrad. Howdy. Stacey Lyons. What's up? And Matt Garen. How's it going? Yeah, the Fellowship here once again to discuss the Rings of Power. Just two more episodes left. And this one, we got Whoa. some action. And I want to hear some first impressions. Mine's one word, relief. Uh, <laughs> relief. That's it. I'll tease it there. Great. Interesting. That is so interesting to me. I can't wait to I can't wait to dig into that. Um, my my overall impression is one that I've shared many times before, which is light your damn sets. Use use lights. Just light them. Please and thank you. That's it. Got it. Kelly. This might be my I did not like this episode. I'll leave it at that. Well, well, and I won't hear from her the rest of the show. I... <laughs> I'll leave it at that. Kelly, where are you going? Oh, I'm done. Yeah, uh, you're undone. Uh, undone. <laughs> the sh- that episode undone my brain. Mike? Uh, I, I liked it a lot. Yeah, I don't think it was perfect. I think they had a lot of problems, but it was good to see a lot of uh, action finally and and people coming together the way in which it happened. I got some problems, but I <laughs> did enjoy the worlds finally finally colliding, colliding and even getting some more character development a little bit here and there. So, yeah. Uh, so, Kelly, I'm going to start with you. Uh, what made it one of, or at least came close to saying, your least favorite episode? Yeah, and that felt dramatic. But as <laughs> I was... So <laughs> As yeah, I, I tried to reel myself in. As I was watching it, I was having a pretty rough time. I was like, I I don't like this. So I think the three main reasons why I dislike this episode. Reason um, the first. Reason the first is uh I felt that the battle sequence as a whole was deeply underwhelming and I think the darkness and the ill-litness of that is part of it I like I I just think that's so uh annoying when you can't see what's going on it seems like such a cop-out um so I think the battle the battle as a whole felt very like discontinuous to me there was a lot of starting a lot of stopping it just so therefore it never really gained the momentum that I was hoping to feel. Um, I felt like it was shot like tunnel vision. Like we didn't get enough wide shots to kind of get an overall scope of this battle. A lot of like close up, dark shots. And I was getting kind of sick of that. Um, I also felt like this episode had some of the this most- This reason the two? This is reason the two. So I think this episode had some of, it felt the most derived from the films as far as like certain moments. Um, 
Bronwyn's monologue over the preparation battle was like, Helm, you know, Theoden's Helm's Deep monologue. Um, the horse chase was pretty much felt exactly like Arwen's horse chase. And I think Gladwell literally says Noralim, or Laura, yes. Noralim yeah. to the horse. And I was like, uh, with that said, I will say there was some solid horse action in this episode that I really, really liked. Um, and then the what third? was my third reason? The third reason, the third. Oh my God. The gratuitous blood that was in this episode to me, the minute that Arandir was spitting orc blood out of his mouth, I was like, this is a comedy. This is a comedy. <laughs> um, and so I guess th- those are kind of my, the, the three main reasons. I will yeah, say, I, I don't think he spat enough. I think at one point he swallowed it. And I was oh, like, yeah, that was I'm, a- I'm out of the scene. Yummy. This is, uh, if, yeah. if you, you get orc blood, lips. yeah, if you get orc blood in your mouth and you're not absolutely gagging and retching on the floor, I don't care how a thousand years old you are. It's just not It's orc true. Blood. Gross. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I have you just watched? Uh, Maybe it's nice. <laughs> I had just watched Drag Me to Hell, Earthy. and I was talking about it earlier. And it's Sam Raimi at his Raimiest, and there's it's plenty of gore and just throwing up, uh, and a lot oh, of it man. from that that gypsy gypsy woman um, like gumming her chin, like all these ridiculous yeah. moments. And yeah, there was there was I thought not a gratuitous amount. It just seemed gratuitous. I think in a Lord of the Rings. Um, from a Lord of the Rings perspective. I think that, that, exactly, that that kind of, don't get me wrong, I am here for gratuitous violence, but the show had never established that that was their vibe. Um, and so it was, it, it was like jarring. Um, and it wasn't a lot, but the moments of violence that they focused on for far too long, like the cauterizing scene, I was like, who was the blood guy on this episode? Like, was it someone's freaking nephew or something? There is like a shocking amount of blood in those scenes that honestly was distracting. It was a vampire. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Dracula was the blood guy. That explains <laughs> Count something. There should be more. Hey. Yeah, more blood. We need more blood. Put it in his mouth. I think it's yeah. cool. You know what I think this thing could use? More blood. No. <laughs> All right, we get it, Drac. <laughs> Enough with the blood. We're gonna get comments. Uh, yeah, I, I don't disagree with the scope of the battle. Wanting to see more of what was was going on. We only really got um, people in the alleyway or the streets uh, at times, and it was all head on. There wasn't anything overhead that uh, too much overhead. Um, and then we got Arandir and the super orc uh, fighting, you know, the one-on-one, uh, which I The final, really it had like video game final boss battle. He like even kind of did the whole like bouncing his fists <laughs> and the man like walked into like a separate location to make it happen. I was like, we're mm-hmm. in a video game right now. This and looks- he looked at Arandir and was like, I will break you. Yeah. Like, come on, <laughs> come on, Drago. Um, yeah, uh, so I really enjoyed, I did enjoy that fight. Although I thought, I wanted Arandir to beat him, like to not get saved. You're supposed to be this badass elf. I wanted to see him overcome that first first real challenge he got. 
How many times are we going to do the someone about to get stabbed? Someone comes up behind the bad guy and stabs them uh, as a surprise. Because I know it's been over, it's been overdone just in the course of history, but this show is really putting it to bed. And I'm yeah, we, so yeah, tired of it. This is three or four. Yeah. And and it was a really long lead up to Aaron Deer being seen <laughs> yeah. too. Like that that knife to the eye we were like there for so long and, and it was like, jelly it was so out. long and either i was like or yeah. don't like we know <laughs> yeah i was totally on board with either one of those situations happening him dying or him not dying but like bronwyn coming up and saving him it was just boring it was really well, boring i was gonna say iron deer's main win in this entire series so far has been being shown mercy <laughs> by uh, Adar, <laughs> and it's like, okay, you can go. Just go tell them I'm coming. I think what we're, I think what I've come to learn about Aaron Deer is that he's not supposed to be this big badass elf. He is just an elf who is among humans and is therefore more badass. But as an elf, pretty sure. middle of the road, which yeah. has made yeah. him a pretty uninteresting character. <laughs> yeah, he was basically a mall <laughs> cop, I guess, up on the uh, the watchtower, just yeah. Watching over things. Yeah, just kind of like a tower. shitty outpost. <laughs> like he's he's not a great elf. Like he's That's not fair. in high standing. You know, he's just yeah. he's just your everyday elf. You know, he's he goes to work. Like but they're else. like marketing him like he is a the badass That's action funny. hero kind of of this series, along with like Galadriel yeah. and stuff. But yeah, yeah. I agree That's that true. makes a lot of sense. And I do think his one on one with like Mega Orc was like kind of boring. It was like uh, yeah, I, I, I'm gonna that he was even like that the orc was like even like significantly bigger than an, an average orc or something like that. I was like I was like oh okay oh, oh, oh this is supposed to be like a boss like a mini boss fight kind of thing. Yeah, the final boss. Right. Um, I did love oh. that awesome back heel spin kick that he laid on him at one point. Mm-hmm. See, my problem with this fight and with the horse chase, I will agree, Kelly. I think Kelly said it perfectly, where it just felt really derivative. I, my whole vibe of this whole episode was nothing original happened until the very, 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 very end. And not only was it not original, it just wasn't even done as well as the originals. Like all of the versions were a little bit worse. I thought the fight with Arondir was, it seemed really CGI to me. It seemed like they were doing a lot of like camera tricks with that and with the horse chase that were either, they were either sped up or there was like too much motion capture and it kind of gave it a wonky feel for me. So I was never really invested in those scenes. And also I was too busy trying to figure out what the hell was happening for most of this. And I hate to be the person that complains about darkness and lighting stuff because it's It's important, but it is so important. If I can't understand something, I'm going to turn on subtitles, but if I can't see what's happening, there's no like brightness button for me to press. It it, it just totally, (laughs) well, like not in terms of like, I can turn up the, but like, it's not going to change the scene for me, right? Like I can't change contrast or I can't adjust this. And as an audience member, like, I feel like you should be thinking of me while you're making these scenes and not like what kind of artistic nonsense you want to throw into this. I will believe that it's nighttime. If you just tell me that it's nighttime, I'll believe it. It's 6 p.m. Time for battle. Sun is setting time for battle. I'll be like, cool. It's it's night. Like, I don't need it to be this dark. And I can't freaking figure out what's going on for most of this episode. So it was I was frustrated for a lot of this. I was captivated I had, and also frustrated. I had zero issue seeing the action or hearing what was going on. Uh, I but I also why. understand. Well, yeah, it's my elfin 
eyes. Yeah, I have. Uh, I'm not an elf. I don't have a keen a keen eye for land. A keen eye. Yeah, um, but I also understand that you know, um, not everybody's going to have their TV professionally calibrated to uh, the conditions in the room. And you know, I'm just <laughs> my TV doesn't even like respond to my remote a lot of the time. So no, yeah, <laughs> no, it's yeah. not. A couple out. things here too. I, I also had no issues seeing anything or, or hearing anything. You know. Um, uh, Stacy, I do. It, you talking about the horse action being sped up and looking Jackie makes me want to check your automotion plus settings. <laughs> right? For sure. I need to come over there yeah. and make sure this shit's not back on. Because can you please? Because my 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 viewing experience was so subpar this episode. I, you know, I think it might have. It's a bit Walker been watching sports. He might have turned it back. We've on. both been watching a lot of soccer, and but I don't think he knows to check the settings. It might just yeah. be on automatic. But maybe your default goes. I don't know. I don't know. You just gotta. <laughs> what you're saying <laughs> makes me because I didn't. I didn't witness any of that. What you're speaking okay. of, I'm pretty. I feel like I'm pretty sensitive to th those kinds of things. If anyone out there is but. listening and had a problem with <laughs> the darkness or the blurriness shoot me a text now, i'll give I you my number i did i'm with everybody else when the game of thrones battle happened that was too dark that, oh, that was, was bad that was that was bad right but that in was general i like black. my shit dark i have a big problem with a lot of tv nowadays i think it's like overlit i think everything looks worse because of hd and having to overlay everything and so give me some shadow i'm here for it <laughs> i get that it harms some people's viewing experience game of thrones is like egregious that yeah. doesn't need like that, that was that was terrible but I haven't witnessed much of my time that, uh, apart from that, that I've been like, they fucked up and couldn't light this scene well. But I trust your two's viewing experiences were. But what's weird is that, like, so if we were to take another battle like Helm's Deep, for example, which mm. also takes place at night, just pick one out of a hat. I don't know. It's just, it's just and the first in the one rain. that came to my mind. And so, in the know, rain. Just a random, oh, random scene, battle scene. <laughs> um, in the dark, raining, everyone's so wet. Yeah. No <laughs> issues discerning. It's not that I couldn't tell what was going on, but I feel like in a battle scene, I guess I'm kind of a stickler for like, like detail. Like I really want to see we know. clearly what's happening. Hey, I definitely didn't <laughs> sue me. And I thought it was like, I think it made, falling, oh, sorry. I didn't, I'm sorry. The tower falling, I definitely didn't see as much of that as I wanted. Like, I feel like that was also shrouded a lot in shadow, but Honestly, with what they've been doing so far, so far with special effects, like it's it's better see. in the dark. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I just, I guess that's what makes me mad. Is like they're not mad. That's weird. <laughs> but that's what. <laughs> yeah, I'm so mad. Yeah, um, like Helmsy, I had no problem. It was also at night. It was wet. So why, why can't I clearly yeah. see what's going on here? You know, I yeah. I agree, and I think a problem with that too is Helms Deep. I it was one side was the orcs there was a wall and one side were the people and the elves and i kind of could really navigate the scenes based on that information we're thrown into this little random village with no sense of like no spatial awareness of where anything is how big this town is i know they kind of like laid out a little visual map for us with their words but i still didn't have a sense of what where we were going to go, where the orcs were going to go, if the people were going to ever retreat. Like, I just didn't really get the whole setting. And I think it could have, like Kelly said, benefited from some wide shots. So we could have seen like, oh, they're marching from here to here. This is where they are. This is where they're going. It, it made it tricky for me to follow that scene. And then also the bad guys and good guys looked the same. And I get they were the same. There were like villagers on villagers, which was 
a sad moment for them, I guess. But it, I found it hard yes. to find like who was winning. <laughs> I was like, I don't really know who's winning right now. Yeah. And I and I do think those things are important when the majority of this episode is a battle. Like I think that stuff is, and you know, there's all this money and time and energy put into this. Like I think those details kind of need to be there. Quite frankly, you know, I don't I don't mean to be saying some wild things, but yeah, you're, you're not. I, I just think I had a wild different experience because um, I didn't have the same issue seeing things or hearing things. Uh, I didn't have a real problem knowing where things were. I guess Look, I'm, I'm happy yeah, for I'm you. I'm really, the, I, the, I'm very <laughs> happy for you. Mike's yeah. been to this village. He knows yeah. where everything is. I'm from that village. <laughs> <laughs> Look, that also, is South Philadelphia right there. Um, yes. Yeah, so no, you different people are going to have different experiences watching the show. That's what we're, we're talking about here. Um, I also didn't um, have an issue. I didn't see the comparison other than her saying the elven word to the, the horse that I think is a direct thing, but I didn't compare the the horse because uh, uh, chase to the one in the movie, other than that one moment, that one illusion there, uh, callbackish kind of thing. Music um, is kind of similar. <clears throat> I wasn't trying to compare it, and then started they started echoing it, and I couldn't help but put it in my head, and I was like, oh, this is like Arwen's, except Arwen's was better. Yeah, I didn't feel that. Um, so like the the some of the focus on like some of the montage moments of like focusing on the kids and like the the people being scared felt like the Helms Dean the Helms Helms Dean the Helms Deep dungeon scene is the words that I was striving. I for. mean, we're I think feel like if we try, we're gonna find those connections sure. anywhere. It's like they can't do a, a scene where they're on horses. They can't do a scene where the the villagers are in hiding. The um, reason the reason I think I they felt, want us to think that. Yeah, I mean, I the reason I felt absolutely do. such relief during this episode was, I think, because they were just like, hey, you know, what if we just try to do some of the great stuff that the movies did? And by and large, back. they get a lot of things like raw. Like, I, I, I don't I your complaints so far, Kelly and Stacey, I don't share many of them, but I think we will share many of the same uh, potential gripes about some of the emotional beats that the the, the, the episode is supposed to land which I don't think it succeeds at doing. But a lot of the action, I was like, oh, I feel like I'm in Lord of the Rings again, like a cheaper, worse version, but like it's better than what the show's been doing so far. So I almost felt like comforted and like, oh, I can just sit back, relax, not jumping all over the place after a certain point. It's kind of settled in. I'm like, okay, cool. We're like staying with this plot line here. There's some action going on. Cool horse stunts. Some fucking phenomenal horse work stunts this, this episode. And... If you do that, that that's really enough to get my vote for an episode. I'm just like, did it, did we see the horses boarded on to the three ships that we saw sail off? Okay, absolutely not. Okay. There's no, I have no idea where these horses were. They remember, um, Isildur fed and shared an apple with one in right. the bottom yeah. of the ship. We so didn't see how they got horses, on or off, right. but there were so many horses. There's so many. This the ship should be filled to the brim with horses. <laughs> there should be like three separate horse ships yeah well it i think what happens animals. is the 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 ships probably have like 40 floors going into the, the i mean that's what it would have to yeah. be for look i'm not an elevator down to the stables that sounds real bottom heavy <laughs> no the you know the ships are like glaciers we're only really seeing the the tip of yeah, those the icebergs i guess is what i wanted not glaciers 
Yeah, I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. Um, the one moment I thought they, well, I mean, like I said, there were there were a few moments where they were definitely calling to specific moments in Lord of the Rings um, trilogy. One of them I felt was the Bronwyn uh, talk with Theo, uh, where she was talking about uh, the light and the nightmares and the darkness. Um, that was very Samwise talking to Frodo, and there's something good worth fighting for kind of moments. Um, and apparently one of the <laughs> one of the breakdowns I was watching says that that's because it is. It's it's there are moments of that that are part of a poem that are pulled from uh, right. Tolkien um, that are said by Samwise, although I think in, it's said in Return of the King and they have it in the movies in Two Towers. I don't even remember that moment. <laughs> I did because I was like, shit, when my kid has nightmares, I'm just like, it's all right, sweetie, go back to bed. If I started reciting lines of like poetry about night and dark, I would have lost him. <laughs> it's just not the time or place for a four-year-old. But it did it did strike me as a an incredibly intense thing to say to a young child <laughs> when they have nightmares. It's like, whoa, good and evil. I'm just having Darkness, weird, light. scary thoughts. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You've made me more scared. Uh, yeah. Find the light. Um, I, I want to go back to what Matt said about this being like one of the easier episodes to watch kind of because all my griping aside, I totally agree with that. I from, I from start to finish, I was like on the edge of my seat watching this episode. I actually really liked watching it. I, I feel like my experience obviously could have been better, but in terms of like simplicity, we weren't jumping around. I didn't have to tonally get into like one group of people and then switch and get into another and, and keep going back and forth. And the, the scene of like the Numenorians like coming to save them. I was like, Oh, we're like tying shit together. And my husband was like, yeah, they've been leading to that for a long time. And I was like, <laughs> I didn't pick up on that. So I'm an idiot. So take everything I'm saying with a grain of, of salt but I, I don't think that that's very fair to assume that i should have understood that because we had no way of knowing where numenor was gonna go and this village was not the top of my list so well yeah i mean we knew that the numenorians were gonna go to the south the southlands so, yeah was from, right i do think it was like surprising once we made landfall that they were just like we're going right to this town we're going <laughs> yeah. cool I mean, speed. land is yeah. between the sea and the, this town seems like a lot and we're full sprint the whole way there just <laughs> in time. Horses. It was a little bit like, eh, and it felt How? like we're going to have the Gandalf, uh, you know, arriving with the, uh, the, the Rohirrim. Rohirrim. The Rohirrim, thank you, Kelly. Uh, no problem. But didn't, didn't it felt cool, but didn't hit that emotional high at all. Like I wasn't like. Well, because like, we were all just like, where did all those horses come from? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I would have loved them like making landfall in like a little port town and someone that we had seen like six episodes ago being like, oh, I just escaped the orcs or something. And then you're like, oh shit, let's let's head there now. That scene would have taken 30 seconds and would have made me like be like, oh yeah, yeah, here we go. But them just like immediately charging full speed at this no-name village was so jarring. I did like seeing uh, those horses go, though. Yeah, was One thing um, they did say in the last, I mean, I have, I do have problems with uh, them charging full speed at what they don't know is a battle. They don't know that this battle is taking place. All they know from Halbrand when they were talking, I think it was the last episode of the episode before, is like, where did you last see see him? 
uh, where did this happen? He's like, oh, it was out here, and they were heading toward this tower. Um, and they talked about exactly okay. where this battle took place. Um, but they don't know that there's still anything going on. It's daytime. They don't know that the the orcs are going to be up and wearing what one of the breakdowns said was dragon skin, which allowed them to be out in the in the sunlight more. Um, they don't know any of that stuff, but they're just like full speed, full speed ahead. Yeah, that's true. I didn't even think about that, but it's like, what are you running to with a warlike sense of urgency? You don't know anything. And yeah, it felt like they got there really. Like, I feel like the distance between Numenor and Middle Earth. Huge. Is, like, huge. And it, we got there in like 20 minutes of the episode. It kind like of... Pacific Ocean kind of stuff. Like, right. So did you guys know it was dragon skin? No, oh, no. no, I don't no, want to no. have to break down. I don't want to have to read things, extra things to find out what they're doing. You should tell me or don't tell me, but I'm not going to do homework. It's a need to know kind of thing. <laughs> I well, want it. Like I needed to I need, know that. I want to know that. <laughs> Just say, okay. throw in the line. <laughs> well, I did. I, I want to know. Then you complain about the line. <laughs> well, <laughs> I did. Do we need to know that? <laughs> I would have been like, that's cool. I love dragons. <laughs> I, I did. I never once complained about a dragon. I wondered I did wonder how they were in the daylight like I had the I I like thought that so I think that would have been a nice pertinent piece of yeah, they information got covers on they're wearing they're wearing some covers tarps she, she's, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I did the work for it in the, in the moment I was like I guess it's like kind of cloudy is that how <laughs> <laughs> it's an overcast day yeah. <laughs> well I think Stacy hits on a point that I think is an overall not problem challenge for the show, which is to get a lot out of this show, you do have to do research. You do have to read the, or um, you have to like listen to these um, summaries and breakdowns because it is so incredibly dense and the plot for whatever reason is so surface level that you're not really, the plot is somehow there's not a lot going on, but then under the surface, much like a iceberg. There's so much happening. And in order to connect the dots, you either have to have extensive Tolkien knowledge or listen and read or watch a bunch of stuff. And I do agree that that's kind of a problem. Like, I don't know how anyone who's already not into the Tolkien universe is into this show at all, because it's so like in your face, but at the same time, plot wise, not in your face. It's kind of a conundrum. I feel like I can enjoy this show. Like we're definitely we're doing a podcast about Lord of the Rings, so clearly I care more about the than the average person. Um, but I feel like those things just enhance. I don't need the, those different things to explain so much as uh, point out the the different the different moments. Um, but like you're saying, Kelly, it is, it is fairly surface. Um, so if you just want to follow along, be along for the ride, and without getting into the, the dragon skin uh, orc tarps, uh, then you can get along with the dragon skin orc tarps. Uh, you don't have to, you don't have to know about that particular aspect. Um, I do it because I enjoy it, but I, I don't know that if I was watching this as an average person, if I would feel the need to go and look. So if there's anybody listening that watches this show and doesn't host the podcast, uh, hasn't read the books, who doesn't do any posts other than this podcast, maybe, uh, any 
analysis, uh, looking into any analysis or breakdowns or anything like that. Do you follow? Wow. You follow what's going on? I think you're talking to me, honestly. There's a lot of, there's a lot of filters in that search, Mike. We're not going to get many results, I don't think. We might have to try another refresh or search there, but it's just yeah. Stacey right It's, it's just it's me, and I, it's making me feel left out that I don't know about the dragon skin. Well, I just want to be included. I mean, I feel that way as well because it's like, obviously, I'm a, I'm a fan, but I like, I mean, when it comes to what you can know about the universe, I really don't know that much. Um, and I, I don't know. I think that's kind of telling where even I'm like, what the heck is going on? My husband Walker really, really likes this show. And one of his favorite things about it is the history of the show. Cause he's like, I tried to read the Silmarillion. It was just so dry. You know, it's just so dense. It's so much of, it's hard to read history books like that. Um, and he was, so he really enjoys it for like learning about these ancient parts of Tolkien. He's going in it like with a very like kind of lighthearted take on it. And I feel like he would have loved to know about dragon skin. So what about, <laughs> what about Walker? What about Walker? <laughs> what about it's the a, walkers out there? It's a detail. Guys, really? how, oh, oh I was just, wow. Look at that. Mike, you're making it seem like details <laughs> aren't important. Do you no, not I'm think you details are important? I'm pointing out a detail is all. <laughs> <laughs> it to me specifically? No, no, because we're, we're, we're talking about before about. in the other episode. This is a good example of Mike's <gasps> what Mike was talking about in terms of details. Of the right, show. right. Oh, Thank right. You. The yeah. dirt. Um, <laughs> details important. Here's a detail. Remember when Galadriel dodged that spear in that cool yes. ass way and then had her sword out and then chopped that orc's head off? Upside down. That was then she oh, did it like so she cool. did it like never, six six more times. I've never more. seen it before. I could have watched it a hundred more times. It should have been the only way she killed people throughout that whole episode. So that the way the way Theo okay. was looking at her was the way Matt was looking oh, at her. He was smitten. Uh, he yeah, was like yeah, hubba hubba. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that? Chimachi. Yeah. Considering the only woman oh, he'd ever seen before that. that was his mom, like he's so taken <laughs> with Gladriel. <laughs> There are four I mean, there women were, in this village. There were some really, really cool horse stunts. The chain um, between the horses that takes out yeah. a whole bunch of orcs. Never seen that. That was awesome. Yeah, yeah. that was cool. Clothesline. Really, all. really cool. Um, yeah. That's part of the episode for me. Uh, when I didn't like when Haldor tripped that horse. Uh, ate, what's his face? Adar's horse. I um, didn't either, Hal but then Hal the horse. Brand. But then or the horse Daddy. got up. What's yeah. His name? It, the, yeah, Halbrand. They gave us a Haldor. <laughs> Dumble. They, yeah, they made a point Hal of showing us that hor horse getting back up. So we were all like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, they they, they clearly were just like, we need to show this or else people will tear this apart. Yeah. I will say Adar in this episode. We don't need to give him another reason. Consistently <laughs> top notch. Adar's consistently great. one of my favorite things to watch. Yeah, he's like my television. favorite character in this show. I thought they were going to kill him and I was like, Already, that sucks. Like, give me like he's my, my new favorite character. Don't don't get rid of him already. Which one was this? Adar. Adar. Oh yeah. Instead, yeah. he just got a little nick on the neck, which was somehow was cool. very. Uh, that was really cool. And then also like, ooh, his hand was all tied up, and then that blood is just like dripping down your neck. Goop, goop, goop. Yeah. 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 Into the Walker, collar of your shirt. 
Walker at the end was talking, he was like, this is like genocide stuff. Like they're trying to kill like this whole race of stuff. Like this kind of makes me feel bad for the orcs. But I'm like, I don't let the show trick you into feeling that way. The orcs are like the colonialists here. Like they're the ones invading these towns and trying to get everyone to go to their sense of dark order. Don't don't fall for it. That's we one of who, the scenes. We know who that, evil is. That I really enjoyed was the yeah. scene with Galadriel and yeah. Adar. Um, because he is like, hey, we're living, we're breathing, we were made by God just like you were. We deserve, we deserve to live. Come on. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I'll kill you all. <laughs> well, and <laughs> kill every last fucking one of you. She's yeah. like, why I oughta. <laughs> well, and correct me if I'm wrong, but Adar is like the first Urukai. Yeah. Right? Uh, he Which was... I thought was really cool. Uruk. Which was one of the theories about Adar that we talked about on this pod, uh, that he was one of the first orcs, or Uruk, as he prefers, uh, and uh, that Morgoth, uh, like, twisted and uh, twisted. He was the dark elf um, and mutilated and he was one of the one of the first first ones, and we see that he still has uh, connections to his elven ways, which is another thing I enjoyed about this episode was uh, that they still have that shared history, even though they're fighting each other. Uh, you have you see him planting the uh, seeds, the seed, the seeds. I can't remember what they were they were called. Al Alf Alflin Alflin Everything you need to know about dark. Everything you need to know about dark elves is it's in Thor two. It's all in the Tolkien <laughs> canon. Thor two, dark world. Go watch it. Do your research. Check out Thor two about dark elves. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, I thought that was uh, I thought it was pretty pretty cool to that show him doing that cool. and then show um, um, and Arandir doing it. But they didn't even get to use those. They didn't even get to plant them because they used them to help sew up uh, patch up Bronwyn. <laughs> yeah. What, oh God, we'll get to that in a second, but I just want to say, Stacy, I share uh, Walker's dilemma a little bit in that scene. I was like, man, you know, Gladriel is just full on genocidal psycho right now, right? And, uh, you know, maybe, maybe the orcs could be fine if they just had their own land where, you know, he's like, we don't have a land. Yeah. Give us some, I don't know. You know, I'm with you. Well, we find out in a, f- a few thousand uh, years that that is not true when they do have Mordor. And it's, they're still not just living peacefully. You know what? You're right. You're right. You know, but don't get moment, it twisted here. In the moment, you know, they're all, everyone's going to fight for their life. So I don't know. But uh, no, I'm with you. Orcs are bad. Kill them all. <laughs> Kill them all. Orcs are bad. Galadriel hasn't been working her ass off for a thousand years just for us to feel bad about the orcs. Um, we've talked about connections between the trilogy and this series. One direct connection, not just other, I mean, other than Galadriel, but I mean, talking like out, out of world, fourth wall, uh, was Jed Brophy was back again. We talked about him who played a bunch of characters in the trilogy and he was in this series as one of the orcs in the earlier part of the series uh, appeared again as another orc in this one. And he was the one that started the Numpot, uh, which I believe translates to death in black speech as one of the breakdowns pointed out. Some of the orcs look goofy as hell. Yeah. <laughs> like when they, they go down the orc line, I'm like... Like, of course you're scary. Like, if you were in my house, I wouldn't be psyched about it. But they kind of get a little goofy looking. Mm-hmm. These yeah, are leader creations. That, 
that Nampat was, I thought that was kind of chilling. Yeah. I didn't know why they were saying Nampat. I, thought- I didn't know what that meant. I was like, shouldn't they be saying Adar? These subtitles are wrong. They're saying Adar. Death. 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 <laughs> well, you have to watch <laughs> the breakdowns, Matt, to know what's going on. And if you watch the uh, breakdowns, you would know. So. Yeah. It is weird that they didn't on... subtitle Nampa. Like, why didn't they tell us what that meant? I don't know. No. Kind of strange. Um, yeah. Uh, there was the King of the Southlands moments once the, the battle is done, so they think, and Queen Regent brings over uh, Halbrand uh, after she's done talking to Bronwyn and says, hey, you can take a rest. We got yourself a king. <laughs> we got a king over here. And she's like, wait, are you the, the king that, that we were promised? And he takes the longest time. And then he's like, yes. Yes? <laughs> I don't I think believe so. you. God. Yeah. What are we doing? Like, what, I swear to God, if this, what's his name? Halbrand ends up being uh, Sauron at this point. Like, this is so fucking stupid. Because yeah, there was like, the... It would destroy me emotionally because that scene between him and Galadriel, you guys know I've been shipping them all season, was I thought it was beautiful where he's talking to her. They have a little moment and I had to check in with Walker to be like, how did you take this? Did you take this as like, we have the shared experience. We're finally both overcoming it. We have a sense of camaraderie that like we've been building and it's like intimate, but it's not romantic. Or did you feel like they were about to kiss? Because I felt like they were about to kiss and I was super <laughs> excited about it. Yeah, did I felt like there was a little feel? something. Yeah? A little something. It probably, I think I could be taken two ways. One is the way I took it, which is, and you, uh, there was some sort of romantic thing, which I don't want. I really don't want that to be the case. Um, the other is like a mutual admiration uh, and sensing each other's power. Why don't you want them to find love? Yeah, because Mike, what's wrong with you? she with uh, Kelebor. In He's like a thousand so years. Lame. He's boring. <laughs> and you know, you can have multiple soulmates. Look at, she's got to have an elf for later. She needs this now. Hey, I also looking back love, to the... Know, maybe they just have a good time. They're just two adults having a good time. <laughs> They've had the so I... much tragedy. I think love could help them. We learned a little bit about him. We learned that maybe, sorry, we learned that maybe his wife and child or children died. I don't know. I'm so uninvested in them being together. Like, I don't, like, it could happen fine. It could not happen. I don't care. I don't like the way the show is trying to, like, use them as bait to the audience to feel something romantic and emotional. Like, either do it or don't. But I don't like, I feel like every interaction that they have with each other is, like, loaded with this, like, sexual tension romantic tension and i'm like all right like do it or don't stop like stop uh just do, do it or don't babe you know do it, do it or don't have a good do time it. Don't. do it or don't kiss or don't you know yeah it, it does it does seem it does seem to just like whatever like tension or like i, I don't know how much of it is actually like supposed to be in there or is just by virtue of like oh, there's two good-looking people on screen who I feel like they're telling us should be getting together, so maybe I just want them to get together, you know? I think they're it's just because they're both hot. It's just because they're both that's what hot. I'm that's, that's essentially what I'm saying. I think Bronwyn and Aaron Deere are both hot, and I think they have absolutely zero chemistry. And I think well, Halbrand and, and Galadriel actually do have chemistry. Aaron Deere couldn't have chemistry with a, fucking a tree that he's so in love with and wants to kill over, so... Uh, you know, I would watch Aaron Deer and a tree 
make love. <laughs> I would watch that. <laughs> okay, you were saying, Mike? <laughs> uh, that I do not want that to be the case because we don't need the information, even if it's somewhere buried in like a page they found in Tolkien that hasn't been, you know, this is like new information that they had an affair <laughs> that, that uh, Gladrio and would-be Sauron had a, had a fling. I think that's stupid. I do not yeah. want that to be the case. Uh, the other thing about Halbrand is <laughs> within this that he doesn't know who Bronwyn is, That it seems, which means he doesn't know who Theo is. So if he's not Sauron and he's not this fucking kid's dad, who is he? Who is he? That's what I like. Okay. I feel like the show wants us to simultaneously feel intrigued by who Halbrand is, but then also happy that he's the king again now. And it's like, that's like trying to add, that's like trying to make me be happy for Aragorn becoming king at the end of Return of the King, but still not being sure if Aaron, Aragorn's a good guy. So it like undermines like whatever they're trying to do with Halbrand, I feel like at every turn. Cause I'm just like, yeah, but like, why is he being so weird? Like, why is he just like yeah. not being like, yeah, I'm your king? Like, why why are you taking this thirty second long glance around and then answering it incredulously? Just yeah. be, just stop with the intrigue and mystery around who he is already. We've already got that going with a stranger. We can't have just somebody be somebody. But this <laughs> my problem. My problem with that is that where we have no indication, none whatsoever, to really believe that he's Sauron. And it, that's all completely happened off screen with the fans and their no. chatter. I there's I stuff. have, I think besides him there, liking there's, there's Smith, being things. a blacksmith, I mean, there's like, a few things, yeah. there's tiny, tiny little things that you really wouldn't pick up on if you didn't, if someone didn't plant that seed in your head and you weren't trying to suspect Sauron of being everyone. And me watching it, <laughs> I, I hope he's not Sauron and I'm trying to think watch the show as if he's not because well, i really Stacey, don't want him to be and i, I am i'm cool i'm excited he's the king again like i'm I, all in on halbrand okay well King at Halbrand. the very least do you concede that maybe like even if you're even if you're saying that like the show's not trying to make us think that he's sauron will you concede that the show is trying to make us feel intrigued about his nature or who he is like even even apart from the identity of sauron like i definitely feel like the show wants you to be uh, not sure about him uh, and most because most he time. said that he's done bad things in his past yeah i mean the, yeah there's so much in his past like we don't know anything about him right? <laughs> like we know he has like uh a semi-tragic like I, I forget what his talk was with gladriel last episode but, like we get a nugget there but by and large he alludes to just making a lot of uh morally difficult decisions and it has an interest in blacksmithing immediately upon arriving in Numenor and has a raging furious relentless temper where he like just shattered a guy's arm and seemed like very cool about all of it about taking and like took down like six or seven guys at once so yeah um, I like I, th I think there's a case to be made that the show wants you to be suspicious of him in some regard I could talk about this for hours. I just like, I just disagree. Like, I, I just. We can move on. All right. <laughs> yeah. I just don't think that a lot of that is true, though. Well, but that's fine. I'll be wrong one day and I'll hate this show. Um, I'm 
100% with Matt on this one that the possibility exists. <laughs> that's all, I think that's all he's saying. Possibility definitely exists, or the show wants you to believe that the possibility exists that he could be Sauron. Uh, the, I don't want that to be the case, um, for the record. Um, but one other moment within this episode also makes you, can also make people, I guess, that see the possibility. Um, uh, and that is when Adar says that he killed Sauron, um, that Sauron, um, after getting defeated by Morgoth, went about like trying to, and I'm paraphrasing, repent and bring people together and rebuild a little bit. Apparently it didn't last too long. Uh, he, Adar kills kills him. And then we, the first time that Halbrand gets the chance, he pins him down. And this is a moment where I let out a big, ha! <laughs> and it was when he pins him down, he's like, do you remember me? No. <laughs> and he's like, no. Um, so that like angriness right there and then not showing us or really going into detail about what their history is and him saying like do you remember me we 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 know from the the histories here and people that watch the show wouldn't i don't think would know this at this point so this is one of those things <laughs> excuse me one of the what's that it's a breakdown fact sorry i, was just yeah, I think this, yeah uh breakdown fact yeah. Uh, <laughs> that would be useful for them to discuss if they end up doing this is the fact that Sauron is and can shapeshift uh, for them to say that as a real big reveal, I can understand, but people that know what Sauron looks like uh, from the, from the films and how, how big and monstrous uh, he can, he can be, wouldn't look at how Brandon and see this. Uh, right. So I guess Adar has to not know it also. Right. Just weird. Yeah, it's interesting. God, I hope it's not the case. Yeah, me I too. hope it's not the case. Me too. But, um, yeah. yeah, so as far as King of the Southlands goes, they really took the hint pretty quick. The true King of the Southlands. The true King well, of the Southlands. All they've had before now is Bronwyn, who I don't <laughs> know how she became a fighter because she was a healer and all of a sudden she's taking orcs down in the dead of night. Out of necessity. But they're desperate. And they're giving desperate. military commands like have which, any of you by ever the way, watched the um any living dead movie <laughs> like the in the reboot of the dawn of the living dead um yeah. you have the guy from best buy who ends up being leader and running around uh giving orders to everybody that's a different movie tonally than the rings <laughs> of power i'm talking about uh catastrophe and how it changes the, the role. So. Sure, yeah. Sure, yeah. sure. I think this is just continuing the thread from last episode, though, where it didn't seem like any of us were really on board with this character turn that Bronwyn seemed to have made between episodes where she became the, the leader of this town and uh, people were so willing to listen to her, right? Yeah. Uh, which, by the way, their, their plan, the keep being like to fall back to the tavern, what is that <laughs> plan? What's that plan? What's the terror? They're just going to burn it down. Like, what are you doing? And they didn't even I do was, that. Like they just got in. <laughs> got in, and everyone was like, "Oh shit, you got us!" So I guess <laughs> they were like knocking on the doors. They were like, "Let, let Nampat, 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 Nampat here." <laughs> There's only so much you can do. But that that would, that was weird. What really drove me crazy was them doing surgery on Bronwyn when we're like getting surrounded by orcs, and I'm like, elf. I, Aaron, what was his name? Aaron, do you do something like yeah. you're under attack? <laughs> I yeah. kept yelling. I was like, they we don't have time door. for this. Someone, she's yeah. probably going to have to die. You have to save these people. 
You mm-hmm. don't have the time to be doing open shoulder surgery. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I feel like my first step would have been blowing up the bridge. Like, yeah, blow up that bridge. Blow up the bridge. bridge. Blow it up. And, and buy yourself some time. And then step two, bring down the tower or fight from the tower and just shoot all those arrows into the, the people after the bridge went down. Um, I'm no military strategist. Not yet. We'll have to wait for a, a, a apocalypse, I guess. And then we'll see. Look, they had um, some cool plans. They had some cool booby traps and plans like that. It just never, none of them accounted for what happens when they just don't work or when they the like orcs... home alone the orcs. <laughs> they did. They, did. The they, booby, they booby trapped it and then it, and then they had nothing. That was and it. And then they went through all, all of Buzz's personal stuff. I was confused about how many orcs were involved or orcs Mm. and like traitor Southlanders. I couldn't gauge like who all is here. So every time more baddies kept popping up, I'm like, I thought they all freaking died at the tower Mm. (laughs) and now there's more. And then there's like phase two of the battle. And then there's phase three. And I'm like, where are all these things coming from? Yeah. So if uh, this is where the aerial shots you were talking about earlier would have been uh, more helpful, but also was if Adar's plan was to first send all the villagers, then they would have died when the tower came down. They would have been all of all those people would have been would have been gone. Um, So they must have lost a lot of orcs. And then when that tower came down, it's like, oh, fuck. And then he just put all y'all. Yeah. Yeah. All y'all suit up. You go in the die. Which that like and then getting like unmasked at the like after the the first sequence of the battle or whatever, and everybody's like, "Oh my gosh, it was the other villagers." I don't know about you guys, but I was like, "They were gonna kill you." They left us to die. Yeah, (laughs) they were literally murdering you. You have to murder (laughs) them back. Uh, Yeah, and then that moment we were killing our own. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that scene lacked a little bit of the dumb. drama for me that it did for the villagers. Like, I think I it like, could have yeah. in a better in a better handled show. I think it could have like landed emotionally of like the conflict of having to do something like that, like the emotional or moral conflict. But yeah. in this, it was just like get get on with it. I don't care. Yeah, <laughs> that one felt less Lord of the Rings. And I think on a previous podcast, um, maybe not even this one. I don't even know anymore. Um, but I talked about the. In the, the in westerns where someone a town gets wronged and then they have to defend from the the bad people coming they had more of a, a western feel yeah than it had a lord of the rings battle big battle type of feel um and the one oh, yeah. moment that um i liked but didn't quite fit in uh was when they're all waiting and watching for that second wave or third wave of orcs to to arrive and it's very horror-y. And it even has some of that horror soundtrack where it's like the creeping of the, the strings. You know what I'm talking about? It's like yeah. kind of yeah. sound uh, within there, which I just felt, felt really out of place. I enjoyed it. Just felt kind of odd to have that feeling there if you're not going to go do it for the whole thing. Because I would have fucking loved a horror element to all of this, even though it wouldn't feel Lord of the Rings maybe make that feel rings of power. Pick a tone is what I'm saying. Absolutely. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and how about Waldrig and that key? First of all, you got that dark 
key, that dark object, why, Galadriel, are you giving it to Arendir? Arendir, why the fuck are you giving that thing to Theo? Like, and then it's like, you want to get rid of it? Give it to the Numenorians. Have them drop it into the ocean. No, one of you more powerful beings has to hold on to that thing. Idiot. Why did Galadriel give that away? That seems insane. That's like her whole deal is to take down Sauron, <laughs> right? Is gave the key that's his sword away? I don't what? remember Galadriel possessing this. Who remind me of possession? It went well, they, <laughs> they didn't realize that's the other thing. She's is just that... rubbing her eyes in exhaustion. It's part so of the... they get it out of the, Theo, like Aranger hides it. Theo must have followed him to see where he hides it because he's like obsessed with it. Yes. He gives it to the orcs, the orcs give it to Adar. Adar, we don't know at the time, gives it to Waldrake, but we hear him say, like, I got a mission for you, Waldrake. And then we don't, we then we see Adar being chased and yeah. they chase him down. And Halbrand takes it or doesn't take it? Yeah. They have Halbrand it. takes it. He gives it to Galadriel. Galadriel gives it to Arendir? Yes. And then to Theo. Why does Galadriel give it to Arendir? This is what we were. Oh, okay. All right. Sorry. The possession of this object. I was, <laughs> was really trying to. Recap. I needed it. I, I was it. trying to pay attention because I was like, I was like, there's going to be a switcheroo. And I kept yelling, open it. Why isn't anyone opening it? And, and Walker was yeah, like, oh, why? that. Because it didn't look like the sword at the end. It looked too thin. Um, But I was trying to figure out. Kept his mouth shut. Yeah. Who might have done the switcheroo? I was like, if Halbrand does the switcheroo, then we know that he's Sauron. Yeah. But we don't know. I'm I'm upset that this happened because I didn't. I I, I guess for whatever reason, I thought better of the show to not pull a switcheroo on me with this. No, no, there was absolutely going to be a Really? Come on. Like, God damn it. This is such. An important thing to just they were not- showing it wrapped up in burlap way too often for it to yeah. be the same object the entire time. Yeah, I don't think so, Halbrand okay. had anything to to do with this. It was all Adar. Adar, yeah, yeah. And, and how about Waldrag getting that promotion? Like yeah, he comes really in hot. Through. You think I I pictured him being more like a Grima, like a sidekick that was Adar hated, but he really put a lot of trust in him. With I mean, he object. killed a guy over him to yeah, get but... to get into the gang. Not only that, but he has a lot of nerve on him because he takes yet another shot. He's like, okay, I know I got my ass kicked last time for even bringing it up, but <laughs> what happened to Sauron? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to start to sound like a one-track guy here, but just quick fill me in on the Sauron. Are you? Yes, no? Not that I even care or anything like at yeah. all. Like, totally doesn't matter to me. Like, Sauron's totally dead yeah. to me. As a matter of fact, you. it's not even me asking. People are coming <laughs> to me and asking me. I don't want to know. I want to know for them. Where's Sauron? What happened to him? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and he doesn't get answered. He doesn't get answered yet again. He doesn't get his ass kicked, but he also doesn't get an answer. It'd be funny if every time he asked about Sauron, Adar made him kill someone. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah. I guess I didn't expect Mount Doom to blow up, though, as a result of this key. That shit was wild. I mean, Kelly, you was... were talking about some wild stuff earlier. I don't even remember. Wild. It was so, it was so wild. wild. Too wild to remember. However <laughs> wild it was, wasn't as wild as this volcano going off. No, right. that was truly yeah. the wildest thing that's happened in this show, and a lot of yeah. a lot of stuff has happened. <laughs> And so it exploded because of the water going into all the lava. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. 
creating yeah. all the pressure okay. and steam and i'm just making sure i understand <laughs> yeah. good recap Science. that was also yeah. a good recap <laughs> yeah. so it exploded because yeah. of the water lava's yeah. hot you know lava's really exactly really lava is so hot yeah lava's so hot yeah so hot uh, so, so I guess the, the, I... a huge amount of water rushing in, uh, the steam, the pressure, kaboom. Also, could it have been magic water? Like, I, I'm asking that genuinely, like, where, what water was this? Was it like holy water? You know what I mean? Like mineral getting, water? Just water from a dam. Yeah. You know, they put okay. some on. Yeah. Okay. Peachy? <laughs> really? Yeah, just your, just running yeah. low water. I really visually I, liked this. I thought it was really cool to watch, and I love seeing a, a volcano. So I was cool with that. <laughs> I just don't understand how anyone lived through this because you, again, you're an explosion, an explosion freak. You like, yeah, no, you volcanic you eruptions. Lava it. I, I, I lavaed this. Um, I was really. It's I got two that, favorite movies that came out the same year. I'll give you one. Dante's Peak and Volcano. <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh yeah i really I, like i like it visually i thought it was uh really cool i don't know that i like the idea of the origin of mount doom being water manufactured mm. uh, no water. you're stuck on the water thing i think there's some science okay. behind that. <laughs> but science isn't always cinematically interesting no but this was this was uh i also enjoyed this i thought it was a, a nice moment and i'm happy that thing finally exploded you know we've been alluding <laughs> to it for a while it was nice to see it finally happen yeah uh, yeah i like the little Isildur moment of i like the mountain it's like you're gonna be up to up that mountain one day bro you <laughs> and you're gonna it. fuck everything up you're for a while up. Um, yeah. i thought that this was like the most original part of of the episode i hadn't seen a lot of i hadn't seen a manufactured volcano before so i was pretty cool with it <laughs> I Mike, my, my, I have a breakdown question for you. Okay, breakdown mm. question. Breakdown Why question. did the elves build Cross. A, a, key, <laughs> a key portal for this key that sets off a volcano? Why did that? Why did the elves do this? Or, or uh, I mean, I guess. Oh wait, is the orc channels? Was that? It's part of what it? the orcs were digging. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. See. I was, okay, I didn't realize that, that was maybe on purpose. Now. Yeah, they this were like going through all the that plan. Yeah, what we had seen, and I was like, "Oh, Why this comes together." The keyhole, because it was in the, it was in, wasn't it the where the that keyhole? wasn't elves. That was the, um, all of that uh, stuff was uh, the old, old Southlanders tree. and gotcha. orcs that were in those spots. All right, old Matt got turned around. Too many facts. <laughs> too many. Matt, water can trigger a volcanic <laughs> eruption. The it's just the science. Water. Just water. It, have you ever heard of like fracking? That's what causes the. Um, I invented wait. fracking. <laughs> what? <laughs> Kelly's to blame. You heard it here first. <laughs> no, no, no. The, please don't. I'll get so much hate mail. It is though. Um, uh, the water sure. deep in the in the cracks causes with from the fracking uh, causes a whole bunch of earthquakes, and it is feared that it can cause a Yellowstone super volcano to. Uh, erupt for the first time in 600,000 years. Dude, if a super volcano erupts, we're all dead. Yes, that is yeah. fact. And I'll just say what Walker said to me during the seeds in Bronwyn's shoulder scene when I was <laughs> shouting, this isn't medically accurate. And Walker as, was like, actually. <laughs> as Walker said, this is a fantasy show, Stacey. 
So I don't think we need to get too into the water and volcano science. It's just a fantasy show. We just have to accept some things as they are. Yes. As Billy Joe says, it's just a fantasy. Paraphrasing. All right. So Um, he doesn't say that. (laughs) uh, No, he does. Uh, Azildur and Elendio had their moment with the with the horse. Oh uh, yeah, I feel like Azildur should have saved his dad though. I wasn't sure why Halbrand got the got the W on that one. Azildur saved him. Elendio. Yeah, Halbrand threw the spear that that killed the guy that was attacking Azildur, and then Halbrand was like, "See you later." And then Azildur came running. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, yeah, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, Azildur um, didn't do much this battle. Nope. He just rushed That's to his okay. dad's dad's side. I must have. And taking notes at that moment um <laughs> yeah so they have their quick quick talk about uh their mom uh and how she that he got the the horse how to train your horse from info from her uh he wants to learn that um and he talks about isildur being the horse what's it what's the name of the horse it's not Breck. <laughs> i Barrick. thought i thought it was eric and I like was like I'm done. I'm fucking done. But it's Barrick, right? It's Barrick, and I thought it was Derek. Just like I thought Kevin was Kevin, and I'm dying at all these names that are just one consonant off of a very company. They're getting lazy yeah. with these made up names. They're just like, I, 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 think that's I don't a know. General fantasy thing. We I'm call the horse that. Derek. <laughs> no, no. I don't know, Kevin. What's Derek. another letter? Yeah. <laughs> That's one thing that Game of Thrones and this one definitely have in common. Yeah. Um, I, I did enjoy that scene. Of course, it gets interrupted by uh, the water and the volcano. Um, Everything Elendil does is awesome. Even his, little, even his little speech to Galadriel where he ends with, she drowned. Oh, yeah. Everything he says is so cool and so right. And it just sounds good. And he seems like he's cool, calm, and collected. I just love Elendil. His mother. Yeah. What happened to her? And then it goes on to that tangent. Yeah. And it's just the end. She drowned. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. Drowned. Water. Got her. Water. Got her. He fell. She oh, fell. yeah. It goes on the tangent about the sun. He always sees the sunset one direction over land. Yeah. Now seeing it over the... It was like really nice. It was like kind of nice. <laughs> and then he was nice. like, she drowned. And then he's like, she... <laughs> Drowned. <laughs> we got super close to that within this episode. After they discovered that the villagers are behind, they the the orcs they thought uh, ended up being villagers. You hear that one orc is like, <laughs> yeah. You thought that we whatever, uh, and he's like, you're all, and then he leaves it. I wanted so I just like <laughs> dead. <laughs> I thought that's who who you were going to say is the guy from the movies. I uh, would have been perfect. Really yeah. Would have been perfect. Yeah. Um, any other thoughts? I just don't know how anyone survives this volcanic eruption at the end. I know we know a lot of them do. Isildur, Galadriel. I, I, I'm stunned. I don't know how you could escape this. It looked so, so deadly. Yeah, and they were quite close. A blast like that, I mean, wipe out anything in that range easy. So uh, hot, yeah. it's so hot. It's a it's a bunch of superheated poisonous gas that is racing toward them. So any of those people 
unless they were like underground uh, or behind like lead have got it like inside scientifically not fantasy world yeah would be dead like that's what killed the uh, dinosaurs Pompeii. yeah that's what killed the dinosaurs <laughs> they choked on they got poisoned <laughs> Um, yeah. That's what killed the dinosaurs. That it's part of, it, is, it is part of what killed the dinosaurs, but not ex- entirely. Um, but yeah, that's, I was going to say Pompeii. That's what killed. That's why mm. so many of them are stuck in mid um, action a lot of times. Mm. They like died, and then it was just like immediate ash. Did you yeah. guys know that I was evacuated from a volcanic eruption as a baby? What was it because of the water? Pinatubo. Mount Pinatubo. Philippines biggest wow. eruption of yeah. yeah it was huge Jeez. oh my god how did you eruption how did you evacuate boat um yeah we were put on like a big naval ship that took us to Okinawa and then we were in Okinawa waiting for instruction and then we went to South Korea and then I yeah, lived there for oh. seven years yeah oh man wow. little baby little baby uh, Cal little baby Cal escape in water water volcanoes <laughs> How many horses did they fit on the naval sh- oh, ship? Oh, hundreds. We didn't see any, though, but there were so many. <laughs> last, last thing I want to say about the episode, Mike, is I wish that I knew that that's what the key would have done. I felt like it could have been more exciting if I knew what that sword and the key in the hole would do. A, a whole mousetrap situation? Tension. Yeah, I could have tension leaning up to it. It was cool to be like a reveal as it was, but not cool enough that I'm like, I just, I just wish I knew the stakes going into it a little bit more. Cause it was just kind of like, Oh, Holy shit. That's wow. Okay. But more, I don't know. Just like when I know what can happen, if the thing is going to happen, it's more exciting to me, you know? So I guess now it has to happen is they just pull it out and everything just reverses, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Release the river. Uh, it's, it's like, like how, Peter Jackson was so good at setting up how that that Helm's Deep thing is going to explode, right? It gives you the little teaser of the the gunpowder, and you kind of know mm-hmm. what's going to happen, right? And it leads to has such a gratifying conclusion of that just crazy enormity. Uh, but this one was just more of just like a shock rather than like could could have had some good tension coming up to it, you know? Yeah, that's a really good point. Yeah, for sure. All right, we'll wrap this up. <laughs> Excuse me, uh, with some winners. And losers. We'll start with the losers, Matt. The losers. Um gotta be gotta be those traitor villagers, you know. They really yeah. Except Waldrig, you know, they really uh they really lost this one. They they switched sides and they switched to the losing side, got themselves killed. Big 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 old L for those villagers. Yeah. Stacy. I'm gonna go shit pants Theo. <laughs> he doesn't get his doesn't get his like favorite sword back. Falls in love with the woman who's never gonna love him back. Uh, he gets the uh, hilt to Galadriel, the bad guys. Yep, he doesn't even get to hold it in the end. Yeah, he just nothing goes his way in this. He doesn't even get to fight. They they put him in the tavern. He does really truly nothing. So Theo, okay. loser Kelly. no this is a real hard one um because i feel like there are so many losers in this episode i think i'm gonna have to go um with bronwyn 
uh, she got a real rough arrow to her body, <laughs> bled a lot, and then immediately after being um, cauterized, a volcano eruption happened. So that was like rough for everyone. I know everyone went through that, but I feel like she particularly had it pretty rough in this episode. Yeah. Um, I don't have one loser. I have multiple. They are nameless. And it is those three or four people that got stabbed waiting for Theo to hand over the uh, sword. Oh, yeah. If he had just handed it over, they would have lived and the Numenorians have arrived. Uh, so they died essentially for nothing. Um, and the winners, Kelly. My winner is that horse that got tripped, but got right back up and walked away. Yeah. yeah. Live to tell the tale. Yeah. Yes. Stacy. Uh, I, I said it before, I'll say it again. Waldreg, huge promotion. He got mm-hmm. everything he was looking for. And you just didn't expect that to happen when you saw him like kind of drunkenly talking to Theo in the beginning. So Have I've you heard of him. Sauron. He's a yeah, rising he's, star in the dark world. He really he's yeah. like he's like number two if he's interested with that sword. So I'm proud of him, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> he manifested really, this for himself. Real up and comer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, watch him. That vision Find board that really helped. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh Matt, your winner. Uh she did the coolest horse stuff this episode. She was dodging spears, twirling around in that saddle, uh, cutting guys' head off upside down, uh, talking like a real psycho towards the end at Adar. <laughs> got to Galadriel on this one. Go, go Galadriel. All right. Almost got smooched. Almost got smooched. Had hot vibes. <laughs> <clears throat> My winner is this show's so far, Dark Lord, Father, Adar, uh, because Dark he may Daddy. have lost this battle, but it looks like he hasn't really lost this battle. <laughs> and there's <laughs> a huge volcano uh, pyroclastic flow coming down his way. He's indoors right now and is probably going to uh, escape um, along with those orcs. Looks like they were um, using the opportunity when those geysers were going off to also escape. So they're they're winners as well. Prisoners of war, no more. Mm-hmm. All right. If you have any questions, comments, concerns about the Rings of Power or the podcast panelists, you can email <laughs> those to beacons at xroadscomedy.com. And you all can also connect with us at Xroads Podcasts uh, on Twitter. All right. Thank you to this fellowship, Kelly, Stacy, and Matt. And thank you all for listening. Bye. Goodbye. Bye.